The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Road to World Football Show. I'm Patrick Darty, joined today by Denny Carter, Kyle Dvorak, and the returning Patrick Corrine, who is here to announce uh, he's rejoining NBC, right, Pat? Oh, no. Too Kyle, soon? Sorry. That was a miscommunication. Oh, 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 oh. This is awkward. Well, Pat, you are already scheduled to cover my blurb shift, so. <laughs> yeah, you're up. You're going to blur even more in the second go-round because we know how much you like the first time. What are we going to do with these welcome back Crane balloons? <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's not coming oh, I'll back. I'll take them if you got them. Yeah. He's not coming back. He literally has the name of his company behind his head. Oh, legendary <laughs> upside. He's not back, but he is back for today. Where Mr. Best Ball himself, Mr. Two Mill himself, he told us before the show we had to say that. Um, is here. <laughs> they kind of made you sign a contract. Yeah, is here to help us draft – a best ball team on underdog fantasy, the BBM four, as it's known. The, uh, are there any like even more inside baseball nicknames for it, Pat, than the BBM four? You just call it like, the four. You don't just call it like the four with your best ball sicko friends. I don't. We don't just refer to it as the four. You drafted four today. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. To be honest, it is strange that it has so many syllables yet we haven't come up with a nickname for it yet. I know. I, mean, it it is poor. I guess it is. That's more syllables well, it's, than that. It's like. a mouthful. Like we call, yeah. like we call fast drafts, and we couldn't even spare the second syllable for drafts. They're fast. They're slows. So the BBM four is very inside baseball, but you know what's even more inside baseball? Yeah, is Hall of Fame game DFS, which oh. I couldn't help but notice you guys talking about when I entered the room. What are you? I mean, this is Kyle's brain beyond even me. <laughs> which is, by the way, you might you probably will hear this after the Hall of Fame game, but. Tonight, 8 Eastern on NBC. Check it out. Um, Canton, Ohio, which we where we will be in a few weeks. We'll be down on the field, actually, Denny and I and myself. But you guys have any like extra sick preseason DFS thoughts you need to share before we get into the best ball arena? Well, first of all, I do want to say Crane is out on this because he won't, quote, do negative EV contest. Right? <laughs> and I, that's all I want. I just I want giving my neg- negative EV all day. Uh, but yeah, I was picking Kyle's brain about, you know, who's going to see the most rushing attempts for the Browns. Are we in on this rookie quarterback for the Browns from, from UCLA, uh, Dorian something Thompson and, Robinson uh, DTR. I think it's Thompson Robinson. 
Yes. And, uh, you know, are we going to, are we going to get production from him? So yeah, we are, we are gearing up folks for some DFS preseason style. I mean, Pat, you'll love this. We literally will get a Chris Strebler appearance, a real life, uh, gets reps in inexplicably gets reps in live games. will uh, be taking the field in Canton, Ohio. And, arguably will look just as good as our team did whenever we took the field in Canada. Well, wait a second now. Chris Trevler is better than Zach Wilson. I think we can say that definitively. Uh, I don't know about that. By the way, did you know, Denny, uh, we might not play this year. Lawrence is now, his commitment is shaky, not just mine. What? Um, why, is, why, is, why? Because of my pick? Because of my No! Because <laughs> listen, is, man. Listen, this is can't. breaking news because, you know, you guys are talking DFS. I've been grinding the prop market streets. And, uh, <laughs> It's Denny, it's Denny notes. I do like to get my money in good. That's why I was hammering the over on Denny Carter interceptions at the Hall of Fame uh, Listen, game rematch. You know, there. At the flag football tournament, Lawrence. The flag football, yeah. Uh, but if it, want- I don't know if I get my money back if if you guys just don't take. No, the you don't. Field. This is all. This is all. This is still like the black market, man. This isn't legal betting. <laughs> you uh, weren't getting your money back either way. No, you're not ways. getting your money back, and we may have been rigging it the entire time. Oh no, uh, Lawrence does not want to pop an Achilles. Is really kind of what it boils down to. <laughs> and, Look, uh, you know what? I, I understand that. Yep. Yeah, that's Kyle's right. got like 24 year old calves. He's fine. Denny Lawrence and I, we're going. We're going back uh, to the Middle West in a body bag. <laughs> I mean, look at my my knees are still not great. I will say that. So I'm not from last I'm not year. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Year. I I still have to wear my knee brace. It's terrible. Oh, well, we're off to a very sidetrack start, which I think is very fitting. Um, Pat, we miss you, by the way. Yeah, miss you too. We it's a it's double, so double pod week. We got two pods in this week. It's just so much. It's just so much, man. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, man, we, we do miss you a lot. <laughs> sorry, was that a convincing fake cry or not? It actually no. was. I started getting a little concerned. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, you, you definitely took it to the limit, and I was I was wondering when you were going to ease up on the bit. But you just, you, <laughs> and then you did. The face is getting redder and redder and redder. Yeah, uh, your your face is increasingly red. Yeah, increasingly red, but. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna hop in. I'm gonna hit enter now on this. So, in case I haven't explained it enough, we're doing a best ball draft live on the air for today's we're doing show. A four. We're a four. The four. We're doing a four. Four fast. I'll be the one drafting. They want to laugh at me, um, but we're gonna try to build a successful team. Let's use this as an opportunity to talk about ADPs, hot button ADPs, because uh, we're, we're getting news now. People are rising and falling. As Pat talked about on a show with us the other day, perhaps rising and falling like a little too quickly, people overreacting to information. So we're going to have some ADP discussions, that kind of thing. I'm hitting enter. And uh, before I hit enter, I would be remiss if I did not tell you about the Rotor World Draft Guide we've all worked so hard on. Uh, not Pat. Uh, with the NFL season <laughs> quickly approaching, now is the perfect time to get your Rotor World Fantasy Football Draft Guide. Get ready for your draft and stay one step ahead of your league during the preseason with updated player rankings, profiles, projections, mock drafts, and more. Go to NBCSports.com slash draft guide and use promo code DRAFT. 2023 to save 20% off at check that checkout. That is NBCSports.com slash draft guide, promo code draft 2023 to save 20% off. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit, credit to the people. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? 
or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, we're waiting for six people. You said this would fill immediately. I, I don't Come have time on. to wait for six people. What's going on here? <laughs> what the hell's going on? Uh, every four I've been in fills in like four seconds. And I think it's I'm going to hit leave draft. No, don't hit <laughs> Show's canceled. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not hitting leave draft. But, uh, it is well, actually like it is alarming sometimes when you when you log into a, a draft that has like one of 12 filled and it immediately like within one second yeah. filled. And you're like, oh, my God, like the whole country is just on this website right now. Crane, is anyone other than Justin Jefferson going number one? Like are you seeing any off board picks, any CMC, any Travis Kelsey, or is it basically Justin Jefferson every single draft? Not really. Pete Overs that relate to me uh, last night that there was a he saw a draft where a guy had his username as Justin Fields and <laughs> did not have the first pick, and the person with the first pick selected Justin Fields. <laughs> oh. I love that. No. That's pretty yes, old school. I swear to God. To it honest. is so good. It is so good. I think the guy had the one hundred two too. So like he any other pick, it's not like the one hundred one could just wrap. <laughs> It's a pretty good, pretty good bit, huh? <laughs> Kyle has gone off into the ether, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Kyle's if gone. Watching, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see Kyle frozen <laughs> to death. If you're listening, you can't really see it. But uh, waiting for two people. Uh, we'll we take go. Justin Jefferson if I get the first pick, I'm assuming. Kyle is back from Siberia. Uh, um, Crane, can I ask, or in, well, this is open for anybody, obviously. If you get, if you get Justin Jefferson with the first overall, uh, do you feel compelled to then just create a viking stack from there Ugh. i don't That's an argument against taking jefferson at one well because you can but it does line up because you can get jordan addison very easily at the six seven turn and then i'll but i'll push kirk cousins like because he kind of falls in the middle and it's weird it's like why does he fall in the middle because who's taking him i guess the hawkinson guy maybe but i don't know i always try to make sure i'm getting him past adp but if i can get the double stack past adp that's awesome if I just end up with Jefferson and Addison and I have a different quarterback, I'm also totally fine with that. Like, I okay. don't think it, to me, it's more like cousins is coming along for the ride with those two guys. Yeah, as opposed okay. to the opposite. We have okay. the fifth pick. When I say the number five overall pick in a best ball or a redraft uh, this summer, who's the first name that comes to mind? Like who feels like the fifth pick this year? Tyreek. Yeah. What's Tyreek? But now cup with this hamstring, I think might be our. Is cup uh, off the board? Is he off our board right now? I'm kind of freaked out. I'm still willing to take him, but you could talk me into Kelsey over him. J. Jeff Chase off the board. We're going to be facing. Oh, you just like drafting on your own, and we're doing. Yeah. We're going to be facing Cup's choice. Oh no, there, here it is. Uh, <laughs> service the viewers, Pat. You CMC. Have to service the viewers. Hey, first off, that's the co-host. That was Adams. That was actually Adams' duty. I'm Adam. We're mad at you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, on, I, maybe I was supposed to. Hit it. <laughs> I think you were. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Pat. Adam just bailed you out. Is what happened. <laughs> We're so mad. Uh, see it, cup. So, all right, we're on the clock. Is it this Tyreek and forget? Um, does that mean we're taking? Yeah. We got to take two of them, though. I mean, ugh, really, Tyreek and forget. Two in the second round, Pat. You just got to take two right away. Tyreek and forget. We're not. No digs. No AJB. Um, no. No. CD. no. Right. Tyreek and forget. So, so, and then, yeah, I, I guess I have a similar question about when you get Tyreek with the fourth, fifth, sixth pick, whatever. Uh, do you then, because the Miami offense is so concentrated and so predictable, I feel compelled very much to 
make sure I get to it and make sure I get Waddle actually. So is that is that a viable strategy or am I am I just overthinking this? Should I just get Waddle and forget Tua? What, what am I doing? I don't think you're overthinking it, but just so you know where my brain goes, I'm already thinking about Mark Andrews in the third round. Right. That's yeah. where, that's where I'm because I'm already thinking about game stacking that oh that Lord. Dolphins Ravens game in yeah, week 17. Because the way this tournament works is you got to finish first 441 people this year in the week 17 final. You got to finish first uh, 441 teams, uh, and it's helpful to be you know right on a couple of these games where there's going to be a bunch of points. And the Dolphins Ravens seems like one of those ones that could be really fun. It was a really fun game last year. Two good offenses. So I'm thinking about stacking that game up. Waddle. He's definitely interesting if he falls, but I'm not devastated if I don't get him because you could just play it through. Tyreek has that monster game. Tyreek puts up, you know, 35 points or 40 yeah. points, and you had to have Tyreek. And maybe Waddle, you know, you don't you don't even end up using a score in week 17 if Tyreek puts up that kind of game. The Dolphins are playing the Ravens in week 17. Who are they playing in week one, which is in four weeks? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Does no, anyone, no do any know. of you know? No. Oh, the Chargers, Chargers. Wow. Okay. Good. Uh, that's, oh, that's you're fun. right. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> that yeah, sounds like that, that's in prime time for sure. That might be on NBC. No, no it's, it's on the main slate. Main, DFS. Yeah, it's on the main slate, and wow. every everybody's gonna stack it. Congratulations oh. to uh, to the uh, chalk eaters, by the way. Yeah, the fish are already getting there. Fish. I already. I've built exactly one DFS lineup, and I'm like 99 sure it's. I, the only question was, do I stack Herbert? Or Tua. Right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure if any back. of you three have said one thing that a standard redraft player will understand. The <laughs> show. You're right. You're talking about God, week 17 right. stacks. You're talking about chalk eating. Uh, <laughs> preseason uh, DFS. Week yeah. one DFS. Okay, you know, here's one. Audience, they, like, here's one. they have families. I, look. <laughs> Listen, play redraft. I like I liked Tua a lot this year in redraft. <laughs> I do. Okay. I find myself when I when I can't go in on the elite guys, I do uh, uh, end up with him or Daniel Jones, which they they go. I think they go in similar spots and redraft. So we're one pick away. Sorry, Denny Saquon, Chris Olave, Tony Pollard, Jonathan Taylor, Devontae Smith, Derrick Henry, T. Higgins, Jalen Hurts, Ramondre Stevenson. DK Metcalf, what are we thinking? I know you're going to go with Saquon, so there's no. I'm at, well, if I'm not. No. <laughs> yes, let's go. For me, it's Olave Pollard. Uh, it's the young guy's incredible. Ooh, at their Pollard just went. Should we do Olave? I mean, I like Olave. What are I we, like Olave we a take, lot. We're getting in on Derek Carr then? Yes. Olave was great with Andy Dalton. Like, yeah. What about JT? What about JT? What about JT? Absolutely. He, no, no, no. JT might come around in the third. Michael Thomas yeah. is back, man. People Michael Thomas has been getting camp hype. Can we really? I actually, I love Olave. We just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop trying to talk about like Michael Thomas, like he's going to be back. He's not going to be. Back. Michael Thomas will never be back. No, he won't. Um, he, he, Michael so Thomas will quote, "Never live a normal life again." Michael Thomas keeps like, <laughs> saying things like, "I'm I'm a week away from being on schedule." You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, what, I know. What are you talking about <laughs> three year old injury you're dealing with. What are you talking years? about? <laughs> What if a Saints reporter just snap? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Come on, man. You I, hurt I, your I, ankle three years ago. The been an honest dealer for three years, man. Just tell me the truth one time, man. Oh my God, calm down. We got to get you down in New Orleans, man. <laughs> uh, so we've started receiver, receiver. We started Tyreek Hill. We started Chris Olave. Uh, Tyreek Hill, wide receiver one overall upside. Chris Olave could easily be top 12, uh, but is it 
what what's the plan for the third pick now? Because we're up in three picks. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's still there. Josh Jacobs, we buy the Josh Jacobs dip. I'm assuming the answer is no. DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley. Since the minute we took Tyreek, I, I told you. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, start him. it's not like we're bending over backwards to do something dumb, too. Like, Mark Andrews is is pretty easily the second best, probably real life and fantasy tight end. Yeah. And well, well, is there cheaper. any concerns? Can they really up the passing game volume enough for him to offset, offset what's going to be a loss of target share with greatly yes. enhanced receiver competition? That's a good uh, – well, Mark good. Andrews is gone, by the way. So uh, oh, we have 20 no. seconds to do a new pick. Uh, uh, Waddle. Really good. Waddle? Waddle? Gone Waddle. by Waddle 10 long picks. Long. Uh, oh, I'd go DK here or Josh Jacobs. I'm fine with either of those. Yeah, I'd go, D- I'd go Jacobs, but – All right, let's yeah. do Jacobs, actually. I love that. I mean, we're getting last year's yards from scrimmage leader – uh, known as Josh yeah. McDaniels' only good idea in the third round. Um, that, that, sure, he doesn't currently, quote, have a contract. Um, isn't currently, quote, on the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Who amongst he, us is, though? I mean, I'm not. <laughs> he will be. I'm hoping. Also, we got Josh Jacobs. As Pat Crane tries to figure out why I'm he's. Like, I'm so out of focus. I've been like completely like Kirby. out of focus the whole time. You look like Kirby. <laughs> so, Kirby. Real, real quick on on the on Andrews and the like Baltimore. Aging, you know, so I'm just a little out of focus. Sorry, what were you saying, Denny? Uh, on on Andrews and the Baltimore offense. Uh, this this idea that like in redraft we should be taking Isaiah Likely is insane to me. I don't understand. I'm not going to draft a a, a handcuff tight end. I'm so that's not happening. I mean, we're not we're not doing that. Like he's only valuable if if Mark Andrews goes down. You know the the term roster clogger comes to mind. Yeah, <laughs> yep. he's I a mean, dude. He's a dude. I'm taking in like high stakes FFPC drafts and week six. I'm like I cannot keep holding this guy. Yes. What am I doing with my life? So I do I do get like if you're in like a 14 teamer with a with a deep bench. Yeah, go ahead and get likely near the end of the draft. That's that's fine. I will allow it for now. But but uh, you know in a, like a like a normie twelve team league you're you're taking likely as like oh just in case Andrews goes down no it's not that's a terrible process because if Andrews goes down it's just going to be more volume for the receivers probably I mean Isaiah likely the problem is he is hashtag good at ball he is good he good at ball yeah. he good at ball he's good at ball does so that mean not mean anything to you Denny um, I well look I don't know ball that's true um, so never mind it's I will never I will never know ball. Denny will quote, never know ball. What are we thinking? So far, we started with Tyreek Hill, uh, Chris Olave. Rather sh- shocked you allowed me to take Josh Jacobs, but there we are. We have two receivers, one running back. I'm assuming, what, nine picks to our next running back probably, right? That checks um, out, yeah. Craner. Craner who's not I, No, I, I think that's right, yeah. Craner newly in focus. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this nice <laughs> focus I, I found here. Uh, how many picks away are we? We're seven picks away. Jerry Judy probably won't fall to us. Um what do we think? Jerry Judy, Christian Watson, Drake London, no way. Terry McLaurin, new Drake London, no way. Yes, way. No, Drake I mean, London. I a lot of Drake no. London. I don't know, man. I, uh, that's one where that's one where I'm willing to overreact to camp reports. The camp reports being like the the Falcons literally erected a barn and are trying to have Desmond Ritter throw at it, and he's not hitting the broads. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that's true. They put a net. Uh, just alongside an entire side of a barn, he hasn't hit it yet. I, I actually uh, think it's it's kind of safe to draft if you're if you're desperate to draft a Falcons quarterback, just draft Heineke at this point. He's gonna he's gonna be starting. No, he's, he's probably making some starts. He's it's, probably making some starts. He's probably the, making some starts. The the concerning part of it, right? Because you're trying to interpret like how seriously should I take this? 
it is concerning to me because we're seeing these Ritter throws on Drake London hype. Like Drake London's burning the dude, and then the ball is like completely thrown behind. He has no shot at it, and they're not showing who the quarterback was. Like they're like, trying to keep it under wraps. No. Like there's some real concern. I think Look, I, the way I yes, this is bad. Let's. I'm not gonna frame this as a good thing. But like, what did you expect? Like this shouldn't change his ADP. No. You should have already been out no. of him. You you got to see Ritter play last year. He wasn't good. What did you, like you think is gonna magically turn things yeah, around? The play is a 35 percent target share, and yeah, yeah. Well, the thing and is, a dude the, who's good at ball. Draft a dude who's good at ball. Try that. Yeah. The Falcons were claiming they're going to significantly <laughs> up the passing game volume. They come straight from Arthur Smith himself, but maybe he's rethinking that after. Like, I wouldn't blame him. Literally not hitting a barn. It's pretty uh, unorthodox. Well, one pick away. Pretty unorthodox to just not be able to well, throw. Okay, but wait a second. Right, we're on the clock, Denny. Tyreek Hill, Dang it. Uh, Chris Olave, Josh Jacobs, Terry McLaurin, Nuke, DJ Moore. Question so, mark. Um, we could so one move that you can do here is you can go DJ Moore and hope to get Justin Field. Fields on the yeah. bring back. I like that. You could also you, go McLaurin. Let's vote McLaurin or DJ Moore. I guess Moore. I vote DJ Moore. 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 We we got him. Four for four. DJ Moore. That's yeah, and, and you got to get Fields here. We do got to get Fields, so we're gonna go Star Fields. He's gonna go probably people in the. In the draft room, yeah, listening yeah. to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay, they said they said they're going to take field, so just do it now. Real quick on <laughs> on London. So London was was fun for fantasy when Kyle Pitts was out. Now, unless I've missed something, I think Kyle Pitts is back, going to be back for Week One here. So what are we uh, doing? Well, he's not good at ball, Kyle Pitts. So who cares? I, I, I mean, he's probably they're probably both really good, but not in this in this offense. I I can't spend. Do you think London uh, comes or do you think Kyle Pitts comes back though and is taking away from the target share? Of, like it's not like London was at like an eighty percent target share. Yeah, that, that's it what was, it, it is, there. right? He he's going to get his thirty percent no matter if Pitts is out there or not. Like so he's we, taking he, it away from the nobodies you don't remember were on the roster yeah, last year. That's Matt where Collins it comes is from. is a problem if you know. Matt, like, Matt Collins is a problem if what? I'm saying Matt Collins <laughs> isn't getting targets when Pitts gets out. There. Oh, oh, oh like, okay. It's, okay. They, there's only so many times you can target Drake London, and he, I think, is at the max regardless of whether or not Pitts. I think I heard him. Denny have an aneurysm when he, when he <laughs> thought you were going to make a case for Matt Collins. I, I, I was actually, like, getting sweaty for a second. <laughs> I think this is, this is, like, for this team, it's the lower volume but a lot cheaper version of the Tyreek Hill waddle of like the Higgins chase where you're like oh yeah, my god fields just went and we're on the clock what do we do uh, it was oh. a bit of a, a bit of a half court shot from the from the five hole but we had to try yeah, yeah. I like Brandon Ayuk yeah take Brandon Ayuk uh, I like that I don't take guys who just had their career year <laughs> oh <laughs> interesting okay. he just had his career year there's He's zero out of my mind Zero. Oh, you read, read a site called rotoworld.com, Pat. He's doing can't wait, wait, no, no, no. Can't wait to draft Brock Purdy's uh, number two receiver. Oh, no, no, if, no, no. If I'm looking at our roster correctly, we're coming off of Josh Jacobs' career year, Tyreek Hill career year, Chris Olavi oh, technically a career hold year. On, hold on, hold on. <laughs> see, now you see the difference that we have technical difficulties. So. But listen, if you take away Brandon Ayuk's good plays from last year, he really was not that good. That's true. If you think about it. So, Brandon Ayuk, man, that was a career year. For Brandon Ayuk, that's all I'm gonna say. Take away his big plays, and you got nothing. Yeah, I just I love, absolutely love when my receivers are competing for targets with three All Pros. I just love it. That's the way to. Do I it. mean, is George Kittle part of the part of the rotation? That's how you do it. Don't no no don't sidetrack us with this George Kittle slander. I'm not. 
There's actually four All Pros. I forgot Kyle, a uh, little guy. Maybe you heard of Kyle Yushchik. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, uh, we got. He's he pretty good uh, fullback, isn't he? We've got Tyreek Hill. We've got Chris Olave. We've got DJ Moore, Josh Jacobs, and Brandon Ayuk. We've got four receivers. Admittedly, four. The good news is Brandon Ayuk is hashtag better in best ball too. He's a lot better. I'm actually much happier to have Brandon Ayuk in best ball than I would in a standard redraft. Where, hey, great three catches, fifty yards, cool. Um, I do think that's an argument that, like, generally, I'm not buying for. But for 49ers, I would say that probably is true. That like whoever I think it's gets definitely true for 49ers. Whoever gets the nine targets that game, because like targets will not like they could end the year with all 22 percent target shares, but it will ebb and flow throughout the season. Whoever gets the 29 percent target share in that game, they're going to have obviously a lot of volume and they're going to be really efficient because they're all talented and they all play on an offense that maximizes the skill set and production of the players. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to allow this one to slide. I think better in best ball is generally a thing we just like throw out for a it guy. It is a crux. Remember. Usually it's a crux. I think you're right though on this one. I think you're almost certainly right. By the way, when I draft, when I draft people coming off careers, they have to be running backs who are currently unsigned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and who have said that I, I am not playing under any circumstances. Yeah. Well, the, the one exception to that rule you'll make is wide receivers who slapped a marina worker. Oh, come on, oh, man. man. Come on. Man, why did he do that? Why did he do a lot of things? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. A, lot, a lot of things. Uh, um, so, so okay, in this range, I see J.K. Dobbins. He's completely off the board right now, right? No. I, I take him. Yeah, he's I right there, Danny. He's right there. Him. I just start him, actually. Thank come you for reminding on. me. What are we doing? <laughs> His his holdout is I don't care at all about his thing. I, totally, I'm not yeah, I don't really care holdout. at all. I'm talking about I'm talking about his knee situation. It's not the knee, uh, the knee's fine. That's manufactured. Yeah, that's he's actually, going. Oh, my knee, my knee, my knee hurts so bad. You better pay me money to make money. Yeah, that hurt. really is what he's doing. I think. No way, guys. Um, and honestly, I think probably the franchise was willing to lend him a bone on that. Like, yeah, we don't want you to lose like whatever his like weekly you know fifty thousand dollars it is for not showing up to camp. Like, yeah, we'll put you on pup so you can like sit out and talk it out with us. He's talking to Harbaugh regularly. There, I, one of the beats that he like hugs uh, the general manager or something when yeah, they the, came the down. Like he, seems, yeah. oh, he wow. seems like he's like, I've, it's like seems like the most like cordial holdout of all yeah. time. You're hugging the general manager. That means you're about to get traded to the Dodgers. Actually, <laughs> but who that, is that? Will be pretty tough. Do we need a quarterback? Uh, what do we need? I'm really scared. How do I get? I mean, that? this is a pretty amazing value on Tyler Lockett. If we want to get to five receivers, then we're done at receiver it. for a long time. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm putting him there as the default. So we want Lockett over Dobbins. Yes, I do. Dobbins might come back around. Why can't I see the quarterbacks? Because there, there weren't any clicks. No one. No, I know, but I kept clicking. I was stop there. clicking. I'm clicking. Tua, Tua. What about Tua? We got Tua. Stack. Too, too early for Tua. Oh my God, we got a stack. We're yeah, no, yeah, yeah, Pat, ninety-one. Yeah. So yeah, Pat, we, that little the thing with the letters A, D, and P <laughs> means average draft position, and that's like typically where the player goes. No, we so we're thinking we should take our players Ooh, about yeah, where they go. ADP is ninety-one. Good God. Yeah. Um, we got hey, Dobbins in there still. Are, are you guys, uh, if you end up with Anthony Richardson and these things, who are you stacking them with? I mean, uh, Pittman is the obvious answer, but any, I mean, I, I like Pierce myself. I do a lot of Pierce, yeah. And I do I'm, Josh Downs because he's free. I was going to say, I'm getting it on Josh Downs. Like he's, I don't think he's getting all the reps with the ones, but he is getting a decent amount of reps with the ones. And his competition for that role is probably just what Isaiah, Isaiah McKenzie, McKenzie, right? Yeah. Like I don't think that's a massive barrier. And Downs can play special teams, so he could even beat out McKenzie in that aspect right. too. Is there any redraft case to draft Alec Pierce? Like any whatsoever? A, a deeper league. I, how, I yeah, how deep is your redraft? 12 I mean, four, teams, 16 yeah, no, teams. 14, 14, I think I think you could definitely take a guy like Alec Pierce. 
There's a 0.0% chance Alec Pierce is the number one receiver, right? Yeah. Probably not 0.0. I mean, it's probably 2, 3, 4, 5. I mean, he's not going to be the target leader, but when you fact, if you could like look at a metric like Whopper that factors in air yards, and he could be the number one in something like that. It does seem like someone who can make like an end, an, an end around on being the number one receiver. I sort of feel like. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't discount that. Yeah. Well, Denny hates Michael Pittman personally. I do. I do. Um, we're four picks away. J.K. Dobbins still in the queue, still at the top. He goes in the seventh round regularly on underdogs, so. He, I don't normally see him fall to the seventh here, but I figured there was a chance. Hey, wouldn't hey, wouldn't Dotson be a nice week seventeen thing with with uh, Ayuk? I Pat, actually you, hate to say sorry. this, but I think we're yes, Kyle. How do you feel about the week seventeen Washington, the Washington Ayuk correlation? How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. What's that vibe like? Uh, Sam Howell have been on IR for about five weeks at that point. <laughs> um, can't remember who the backup is. This is Jacoby Brissett, the good quarterback on there. Literally absolutely no idea he'll be the quarterback for the 49ers then. Probably someone like not even in the league right now. Probably Matt Ryan or something. I'd say Nick Mullins. Do you think Matt Ryan, by the way, what are the odds Matt Ryan starts games for the Falcons this year? I'd say 12.5%. <laughs> what? I'm dead serious, I'm, by the way. It is won't he, be Taylor Heineke. on a roster? He's not no, on a roster. No, he's not. That's what I mean. Um, okay. All right, we're up. Dobbins yeah. gone. Dotson, the only guy we have in the queue right now. Structurally, Chad White. Think, yeah, like, taking taking a running back makes the most sense for a structure. I like White. Is White, it White ahead of David Montgomery and Swift and Connor, though? Yeah. The only I'm one I would field an argument against would be Swift if you really liked him, but I'm indifferent. Yeah, Swift, talking about a guy who might not be on the roster in like week 11. <laughs> a lot of guys not being on a lot of <laughs> rosters on this show. Well, we took Rashad White, so I don't know. No one seems very happy about this. This is no, I, for uh for the stream we did I last, like, where I took that's the right. That's I, right. I, I like Rashad White to be a PPR scam, Pat. He is, he's gonna be an everything scam. He's gonna be a PPR and standard scam. I don't. I don't think people play standard anymore. It's gonna be a fantasy scam when Keyshawn Vaughn starts over in Week Seventeen. Oh, Rashad on. White is backing a Ford F two fifty into an ATM right now, and hundred dollar bills are just shooting into the air. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm down to get in on that. That sounds pretty good. It's actually twenties in an ATM, not hundreds, but yeah, they are shooting everywhere um, on the sidewalk, and that's what we just got with Rashad White. No, that's that's what you get with Rashad White. He's the kind of guy that finds the ATM with hundreds. Yeah. It's, it's true. <laughs> We've made seven picks. Five of them are wide receivers. Two of them are running backs. Tyreek Hill, Chris Olave, DJ Moore, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett, Josh Jacobs, Rashad White. I mean, with Tyler Lockett, it is tough because JSN is taking up all the receiver oxygen in Seahawks camp, but I just don't see how JSN's target share is higher than Tyler Lockett or even DK Metcalf. And just seems like a guy who is really good who just does not have the avenue unless there's an injury. Or am I incorrect on that? You're saying JSN's the guy? Yeah, I, just say, I don't think JSN has a path to have a higher target share than either Lockett or DK Metcalf this year. And that he's going to be a really good player, but it's just not his year. And we're excited because we know he's going to be a really good player, but it's just not feasible. But am, am I wrong about that? I think it's. I think he definitely has a path. Especially, is Geno Smith supporting three top 36 receivers? Like, I don't know, man. This is a weekly game, you know? Yeah. So it's not that not that maybe over the course of the season, JSN's target share is the tick lower, but, like, he could, he has a path to a stretch of five weeks where he has the highest target share of all of them. And that if that stretch occurs, it's most likely to occur at the end of the season, So which makes him a pretty appealing pick. That actually makes a lot of sense. 
Um, I'm assuming he's been gone for like seven rounds, right? Um, he, he went well before Lockett. Do like, we need to take Tua yet? Tua we're on pick, oh, yeah, we're on pick 88. Tua, yeah. ADP of 91. He will undoubtedly go one pick right before. Actually, all three teams have a quarterback. so doesn't matter. They're still taking him. No, they probably are. No, no, we'll, we'll get him. We'll get him. <laughs> they're they're taking him for sure. Egg, egg jockey is going to take him. No, he took DeAndre Swift. Master killer. Uh, 805 took James Cook. Oh my god, oh, this guy's name is Tua. We're in All trouble, right, Rashad Bateman. Yeah. yeah, Tua take below. I just took Tua. No, we're on the All clock, right. we're taking yeah. Tua. I think that's forgetting. good. I would He's rather bad. not play fantasy than draft James Cook, by the way. Really, grief. <laughs> I'm in on James Cook. Why I don't you like James, James Cook? Because the Bills they do this thing where they want a pass catching back, they never commit to the pass catching back. They try not to feature the early down back. The offense is dysfunctional for six games. They're like, whatever, just give 15 carries to the early down back. They do that, and the whole offense is better. But they, but, they love the idea of a passing down back in theory, but it doesn't matter in their offense. But he's all. really good. No, no. Yeah, Devin, Singletary, Devin Singletary was 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 terrible. As he a was so catcher. terrible that they could they just remained addicted to giving him snaps. I, I, I know, I know. No, 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 no. And I, I get that. But listen. In the last four games of the 2021 season, Singletary sort of took over that backfield. He As he did the, literally every year, like every year, they like fuck my whatever. He led the league. He led the league in running back pass routes over that four game stretch. He only saw 11 targets because he's not good at that part of the yeah, game. Yeah, just like six yards per catch. He's James Cook awful. is good at that at that part of the game. Danny, you're I, dangerously I, close to making your running backs mattering and their talent mattering. <laughs> Let's pump the brakes here. I. No, I I I'm in. I'm in on J- you know, and I and I wasn't in on James Cook because I thought he would be pushed, but he's not because the two guys chasing him are washed. Damian Harrison. Right. We're about to be up here. What are we doing? Davies Murray. Harris, he might be washed. He's washed. Come on. Who's the other guy? Latavius Murray. Oh my God, yep. Latavius Murray is easily leading that team in carries. My God, God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, I think a running back here makes sense. Um, Dalvin Cook, honestly, or can we not take a guy who's not on a team? Uh, Dalvin Cook, it's, you talk about washed. I mean, he, he, he did he's not washed, but it doesn't matter. Okay, we got 24 seconds. Uh, give I me- think a lot of Penny in this spot or AJ <sighs> Dillon. Penny or Dillon for me, too. That's who I'm going with. Dear God. Uh, man. Pat, you've been like really it. religious on this show. It's interesting. <laughs> uh, Penny, man, there's no, we're digging Dillon. AJ, okay. Penny oh. is playing three games. Kenneth Gainwell is probably you're, already. Just know you're you're vetoing three people here. Well, they probably uh, already told Kenny Gainwell like the first day. Can't listen to me. You're AJ Dillon, man, come on. Like man. Kenny, just ignore whatever's in the paper, whatever. Like you're the guy. Like we'll let people hype up DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny because we're nihilistic. But we we still we're still drafting AJ Dillon because his thighs are big. That's why we're drafting AJ. Dillon. No, well, he's the, he's the red unlike zone. Rashad Penny. AJ Dillon plays football. That's a strong argument. Uh, I'd say AJ Dillon is. It's not a strong argument. It's not because (laughs) AJ Dillon at his best is giving you four points a game. He's not good. He's not good. (laughs) Rashad Penny will will win you weeks. He'll win you weeks. Will he? No, he'll only play three of them, but he'll win you those three. That's right. I bet AJ Dillon has two times as many career touchdowns as Rashad Penny and like half the career length. Uh, I don't even know. I can't even process what you're saying. Let's pull it up. Pull that up. Let's pull that up, folks. Right. Adam, <laughs> he has half as many touchdowns on four times as many games. Maybe <laughs> Dylan has 14 career rushing touchdowns and another two through the air. So that's 16 right. touchdowns. I got to be honest, I kind of thought it'd be more. 
He's got more. If Penny's and what got did you four, say? He's going to have twice as many? I was going to say twice as many, but Penny's he's got four. He does have more. <laughs> he does have more. Penny's only so got Penny 14. has, uh, let's see, 14. 5, 11, 13, 14. So he has two less total uh, touchdowns over his career than, than Dylan does. He has 14 to Dylan's six. Dylan actually has played more games. <laughs> He's been in the league two fewer seasons, but he's played more. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get the knock against Penny is that he's never healthy, but you know, if he he's going to go. Huh? He's he's going to go. Not forward. kidding. I know. I've been I've been being dramatic on the podcast recently. There's a, there is a non-zero percent chance. I'd say between twenty-five and thirty percent chance one of Penny or DeAndre Swift doesn't even make the roster for the Eagles. Penny strongly I, in the lead there. Pat. Yeah, I think Penny would be in the lead there. I don't think it is. I wouldn't put it at 20 to 25. What are you going to say, Crane? You were sounding like you're about to bury me with facts. I think I was about to bury. Yeah. In, um, let's see, how many games is this? Uh, five <laughs> games here, and then another five games. So in his last 10 games, Rashad Penny has gone over 100, at least at least 135 yards. No, I know. He's amazing. That's half the thing. Of he... those games, in half of his last 10 games, he's at over 135 rushing yards. Uh, he scored. He's Adrian right. Peterson when he's healthy. He's really like an Adrian Peterson clone. He touched and, you, and, and you don't like that though, Pat. You're saying well, that's bad. So yeah. trying to dial back to like being like he's just too. He's got another. He's got another truly catastrophic lower body injury on his resume now. For one, it's a cannibalized backfield. Always they do still love committees. It's just another really really serious lower body injury from a, a team that doesn't have like major investment in him. Like. The Seahawks were invested in making Rashad Penny work till the bitter end. That's not going to be the case in Philadelphia. He does fit the offense perfectly on paper, but I just, I just, I just don't see it working. So Adrian Peterson in an offense fit perfectly with probably the best offensive line in the NFL and probably the best scoring unit, one of the best three to four scoring units. And again, we do not want this guy. Where the quarterback scores all the time. Where the quarterback does score all the touchdowns. I'll say we're back on the clock. By the way. I'm in for Brian um, Robinson here. Why Brian the Robinson hell did we is... take AJ Dillon? Okay. My God, I don't know. No one wanted him. Well, yeah, you told me to put him in the I queue. I said his name, but I think <laughs> it's yeah, okay. Fine. Who are we taking? Oh my God, are we taking Brian Robinson? Brian Robinson's fine. Right. Um, yeah. No P Ryan. Like, you know, people no P Ryan. Oh, what about Damian? Harris? No, I'm not taking P Ryan. Don't P Ryan? I think serves this. a purpose. Like he helps you get off to a fast start. But we've got Jacobs, Rashad White, Dylan won't do anything at any point in the year. But, he Ryan uh, feels like a worse are- and best ball pick to me. Um, like you kind of want it? his 13 carries for 39 yards and one touchdown and redraft for like each of the first six weeks. I hear what you're saying, yeah. It doesn't move the needle in best ball, though. Uh, right. Can I uh, just derail us for a second here? Uh, well, we've been yeah, on the rails the whole time, so I don't know yeah. why you. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why you would imply we haven't been on the rails. I, I I don't mean I don't mean derail. Like I I, I want to talk about football I, uh, as always. Oh, no, but. Uh, CJ Stroud mm, is a guy. Going? He's a guy. In, he's a guy in the league. All right. No. And, and, uh, I, Objection I relevance. I kind of think, I kind of think that he could be like the late round, like Konami code guy this year. Like, I don't think he's Konami. He never well, Konami in college. He did wait once a second, in the though, Wait a second. Wait. No, they're claiming he can run more than he did in college. Yes. No, listen. Justin Fields didn't Konami either. He had 30 rushing attempts in his final season at Ohio State. It, I, I think that the structure of the Ohio State offense meant that these guys are not running. Like they just, they're just not. And Stroud was a really effective runner when he did run, like we saw in the national title game last year. So the thing I would push back on that because Fields was more like he was like Mahomesian. Like he would run some, 
and then he became a true dual threat. And Stroud was not Mahomesian. He was a pocket passer. And so you're yeah, kind of hoping yeah. he gets to runs around a little bit and does some stuff. But there's no – I don't think there's really any chance he's like doing like what Fields was doing, no. even from an attempt perspective. Yeah, not even, without, you know, without taking aside. into account – yeah, without taking into account the sack yardage because these stupid NCAA stats include sack yardage. Stroud rushed for 136 career yards. Uh <laughs> Justin Fields rush for 13 or rush for 1100. They're like, we are on the clock magnitude different. We do not have a tight end. We have one quarterback. We have three running backs. I'm not no four, excuse me, five receivers. Um, what do we do? I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know. We could grab a running back and be done. Um, or we could grab the it's six receiver. Makes Who, sense. We're going to time out into Elijah Mitchell. What do we do? Don't take Eli. I take Jalen Warren just sometimes. Just just take Warren here. Jalen Warren. Oh my God. Yeah, How do I search? Oh my He's God. Down. Just go, go down. He's literally go the bottom. got the bottom of the way. did you get? Dude, you made so many mistakes. I know. And still got it. <laughs> I was doing everything humanly possible to time out into Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> All right. All right. Real, real quick on Stroud. <clears throat> um, I'm not giving up. Uh, back so, to no, we're back to CJ Stroud. Less about this team, he just wants us to buy into Stroud argument. <laughs> so, so, so Justin Fields is considered this uber athlete. He, he ran a a 4.52 at the combine. Okay, uh, CJ Stroud ran a 4.66. So, are we really I, are we really saying that that's like in another galaxy compared to Fields? I think I think he has a lot of athleticism. I think he could. I think he could end up being like top five and uh, top four in quarterback rushing this year. But this is a Shanahan system where they they tried out the rushing quarterback thing, and then they were immediately like, "Oh, oh, god, no!" They had like the yeah, biggest yeah. existential crisis in the history yeah, of the. That, NFL. That's true. That's true. I, I I hadn't really considered that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, think, <laughs> I, I was gonna say I think if this was like specifically schemed for him to be a rusher, right, say, say right. like yeah. Shane Steichen got a hold of him, like he has the athleticism to do it. I totally don't have any pushback on that. Well, even honestly, honestly, even if he struggles for two and a half years and a guy and a day ball comes in and is like the only way we're gonna salvage this guy is if we turn him into like Daniel Jones, where we actually just make him like you don't want to be a dual threat, but you're gonna be now because <laughs> otherwise you're not gonna be in the league. Okay. Yeah, I don't see, like, I think something like a player's sort of desire to scramble and run or their usage, the way they're, like, specifically designed stuff is probably relatively endemic to who they are. It can Uh ebb and flow, and with coaching, I think that can change, but this isn't the coaching that has any, I don't think, desire to change that. Yeah, and and you guys are right about the the, the that Shanahan. Well, the hold Shanahan on, Danny, Before you, we actually did leave out that one of the most famous dual threat seasons in NFL history occurred in the Shanahan system with RG three. RG three, yeah. I mean, he's the maybe the fastest quarterback to ever play football. I think he's the fastest quarterback ever at the combine. But then it ended in disaster. Everyone got fired, and they seemed to, they seemed a little <laughs> scarred by that. Yeah, they scarred, scarred by that. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You, they don't play that game anymore. Yeah. The Shanahan um, people—they—they they want to make the quarterback as boring as possible. We're back on the clock, uh, or not yet? We have five, <clears throat> five running backs, five receivers, one quarterback, no tight ends. What do we do? I'm still in for, and I'm probably fine with another receiver here, and just go yeah. three late tight ends because, like, the difference between Tyler Higby and Michael Mayer or Hayden Hurst is nothing. Don't give me the tight ends right now. Do so. we do Pierce, Michael Gallup, Thielen, Osborne, MVS, Pierce, Shark, Mims? Shaheed. Is Dulcich available? 
I don't think so. We'll find out. Cue up a cue up a receiver no. real quick. Uh, we we could try to do like this little um. Which receiver, Kyle? Try to get Mims. Pierce. We'll be embarrassed if it's Pierce. I'll take Pierce. That's fine. I like I like Pierce because uh, it's got, looking like it's going to be Pierce. Or do sure. we want MVS? Nah, it's too late. Not a big deal to me. I'm. I was trying to get us on Russ, but Dulcet. I don't think there's. I mean, it would have had to have been Mims Russ, right? Or he like, go. That would have been sick. Russ would have been kind of sick to be honest. He's having a bounce back. I hate to say it. Yeah, he, he is. is. Pretty uh, obvious. By the way, I'm just saying that Elijah Mitchell is already hurt. I, I, I'm. I have to be completely out on that guy. Just, yeah, I was I trying to. That, I was yeah. trying to communicate that it's like a. It's like an abductor issue. Seven to ten days is what I think Stefania Bell is yeah. tweeting about. But like, uh, and they've amputated his arm. Yeah, but he's still because, um, questionable. questionable Mason is is doing well in camp. You guys talked about this at the. With yes, the Rob Guerrero said Jordan Mason appears to be in the lead right now. Um, Don't love that. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> But I, I mean, truly, I know that the, the doctors will be really upset with me. But a guy like Elijah Mitchell, I'm not. I'm sorry. I, I'm not uh, trying to kick that football from Lucy's hand again. Like, I'm, it's just, it's just. No, not you happening. can say it. injury prone's a thing, and he is. I mean, some so. guys are just constantly injured. I don't know. I'm not going to say injury prone, but they happen to always be injured. In yeah, they're not prone to injuries, but they will get hurt at a higher rate going forward. <laughs> <laughs> Crane, is it rust time? Is it tight end time? Uh, well, what's our next pick? Are we gonna? We're probably not getting Mims. I actually yeah. wouldn't mind just taking Russ at the at a pretty big ADP Make value. Russ. Yeah, he'd be sixteen picks behind ADP. Uh, I don't love taking the naked quarterback, but I don't hate it when I no one else. Is or we, you know, what we could do? We could get IU. We could get Purdy later. Let's not do Russ. Let's not All do right. Russ and get Purdy later. So, are we doing a tight end then? Or what are we? I'm doing? probably just going re- receiver again, especially yeah, receiver since we don't probably. have like a backdoor stack with Shahid Hodgins, Shark, MVS, MVS me, bud. Yeah, actually, but talking about better and best ball, he's gonna mm-hmm. score more touchdowns this year. Or Mechie, I mean, do we believe in this Mechie hype? At That's all? not early for Mechie. Not 25 picks ahead, ADP. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta be mm-hmm. a value hound, Pat. Yeah, we're getting MVS 0.6 <laughs> picks behind ADP. That is value hounding if I've ever seen. Hell yeah, <laughs> hells to the yeah. Uh, I know it's the second year in the system. They have a humongous receiver void. Maybe a thousand yard season finally happening for MVS. Can I things have happened? Question. Can I say that I much, much would have rather had Justin Ross than no. MVS? No. I, I'm with Denny on this. Let's just take Ross at the end. MVS is going to have his first 800 yard season. I'm looking at his pro football reference right now. I, I regret to inform he's going to have 800 yards. He's going to score a career high seven touchdowns. All right. Well, mark it down then. Uh, I was just I am working on a just a training camp recap stuff and uh Pete Sweeney the I think you guys might have uh talked we talked to him before yeah uh he said that it's been pretty clearly locked in without Tony that it is Justin Watson and MBS I assume on the outside and then Sky in the slot so I I mean that's pretty grim It's grim, but I think it's it's grim, but I think it's because one Tony is taking over the Justin Watson stuff when t- when Tony's healthy, as if like that's a, a real thing that'll happen. And they're probably waiting for Rasheed Rice to come along and take that spot as well. Yeah, MVS, you know what he did last year. If we look at these ESPN player tracking metrics, which I think are pretty interesting, they have stuff going back to uh, twenty seventeen. So you can look at. Um, they use the player tracking data to determine things like openness and yards after catch ability and stuff. And Marcus Baldus Scantling of the 494 
wide receiver seasons that we have. Oh boy. Ranked 481st in open score last season. He was 488th in yards after catch. So it's pretty concerning season for how much he has left in the tank. Was that because of like the safety play they or have were dealing with? I mean, or? I think he's yeah, it's probably designed- safety. So you don't got to worry <laughs> yeah. about him. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not a. I don't want to cape for MVS, but I mean, I do think he's like hardly designed to get open. He's designed essentially to be covered. He is designed and, to be covered. That is the thing. Yeah, uh, and he's going to. Yeah, run he's Jalen Guyton. He's Jalen. He's yes. in this Jalen Guyton phase. Yes, that is exactly what he is. He's Jalen Guyton. I recall Jalen Guyton scoring a lot of fantasy points. Well, Jalen Guyton never played with a good quarterback. He's he did. He no, 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 Justin no. Herbert. No, no, no. Wow. <laughs> oh, I love it. He's Chris Hogan, though. Um, yeah, he's Chris Hogan with Patrick Mahomes. He's a cardio boy. Is fine. Um, he's the cardio guy. You got to I mean, respect. Hogan played with Brady. Exactly. There's a, you got to have the, all the greats demand on a cardio guy who just goes out there to absorb pressure so they can throw to the people they actually want to throw to. Like right. Justin Ross. Oof. I, I think Justin Ross will probably turn into a really good stretcher for the like a field stretcher for the Houston Roughnecks. Like I think that's a really <laughs> oh. Kyle. Yeah, is that the USFL or XFL? XFL. <laughs> Which one does NBC have? I don't know. Uh, USFL folks. We love the, the one we, we love the USFL. We love our Birmingham Barons. That's right. Oil Barons. They're <laughs> Six picks away. How many picks do we have left? We got five picks left. One quarterback, five running backs, seven receivers, Tua, Josh Jacobs, Rashad White, A.J. Dillon, Brian Robinson, Jalen Warren, Tyreek Hill, Chris Olave, D.J. Moore, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett, Alec Pierce, MVS. What do we need? If we can get Derek Carr here after ADP with our Chris Olave. In the stream. We've already made the bet on Chris Olave. stream adam hit the button listen kyle i'm glad you said it because i knew i knew pat would be upset if anybody i agree I, we're going to purdy Ayuk season we're not we're not doing Kyle honestly we could do both we could just play this as a three quarterback and do both i think we have to go three tight ends though we don't have a tight end yet so we don't that's true that's three true. of each i don't i don't but do we want car or purdy i want i specifically want car if he makes it i don't know if he does because he'll be 13 picks behind adp when he gets I like, here. can i like, see the wide receivers yeah, here we go. Wait, we need receivers still? We have 100. <laughs> I just want to see. We do have seven. We can we cap could... it off with Rashid Shahid if we get Carr and then pass. Jordan on. Love just went. Carr yeah, is some, the only... some of the quarterbacks, too. Carr is the only player in our queue. We could go Curtis Samuel and then try to get Purdy in the next round. I don't want Curtis Samuel, but. <laughs> All right. I'm down for Carr. <sighs> Man, I, I don't think I've ever once drafted this guy, even in like a four quarterback league. I have I have some Carr Thomas Olave teams, I will say. Rashid, Rashid Shahid's still out there. Do we, no, he, he went one pick now? after. Oh, he just went one pick after. Shoot. That's a shame. All right, we should probably look into the tight end situation because I think, uh, Pat, you, the underdog guy, you have to play some of them, right? Like one or something? We can literally <laughs> just go tight end, triple tight end to close out the draft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, why don't we? Honestly, I would take Purdy and then go triple tight end. So we have one more luxury pick. Right? Why would this be the rare three QB build? Just because they're because I don't think they're that. I, I mean, if you have a guy like Tua, I think you can build that with a second quarterback. But I would prefer that quarterback to have a ceiling. Carr doesn't really. I think Purdy's actually the guy with the ceiling. So we get. I mean, three quarterbacks. I think is totally viable. All right, we're I actually kind of buy in this argument too, and I don't they're all it. stacked as well. And two, it, what if I mean, what if Tua gets hurt in week three? I know you can't really think that way. In we're this. probably losing if Tua gets hurt yeah, in week three. So. Well, no, yeah. it's that they're 
they're pocket passers. Like we have three pocket passers and yeah. they're going to be a little bit more inconsistent, but then hopefully they'll have spike weeks. You know, we get a spike week out of Purdy in week 15, a spike week out of Tua in week 16. Then we get to the final and we're hoping one of the three blows up there. Uh, so at wide receiver, Olave Moore, Ayuk, Lockett, Pierce, MVS, you're fine with that being the end of our receiving room seven? I'm okay with it because I think okay. we got we got five early and then Pierce and MVS are two spike week guys that are pretty viable. They're going to be out there a lot. Even if we don't think that much of their talent, they're going to be out there. So I'd be okay being done at receiver. Cool. Right, so yeah. we're, going, we're going pretty, then triple tapping tight end. Fine with yes. me. Can we so see tight end for a sec? The final five picks of our draft are going to be Derek Carr, Brock Purdy, and three tight ends. Yep. Yeah, That's right. fine. Like that's where I, upside goes to die. So oh. wait, wait, we have we have Juwan Johnson. <laughs> we do. Uh, because we want that Saints goodness. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Hunter Henry. The drum beat goes on. I was thinking about Henry. He's all the way down there. See, see how easy this is. Hunter Henry's all the way at the bottom. Michael Mayer, who's going to be starter for the Raiders. Uh, Jake Ferguson, who's getting hype. He is. Michael Mayer seems like maybe almost a must do to, to stack with Carr, who's currently on the Raiders still, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have uh, Dawson Knox, but the Pat, Bills tight end one. Get ready for this. Mayer creates a mini correlation with Alec Pierce. <laughs> how, truly, how do you know that? <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> That is bad. No, that's should, good. Even even the two million dollar man should not know that. Crane, that's, <laughs> an, that's an indoor game too. That's in the the Colts stadium. Yeah, that's right? in a dome. Oh God, this it's in a bad. dome, Pat. This is bad. Well, it would be in a dome, whatever town it was in. That part's not impressive. But <laughs> <laughs> they're both domes, but you should. No one should know that. No one man should have all that stacking knowledge. <laughs> uh, I think we're well, out. Had that schedule like, memorized that night. Created a little mm-hmm. little uh, flashcards. You're quizzing yourself. Flash, it wasn't flashcards. I did, did a post. I did a newsletter post. Uh, Are we out of things to talk about now? <laughs> do we, do we, should we just end the pod since yeah, we're just tri- triple tapping? Don't worry end. about what tight ends we took. Go home. Is anyone yeah. worried about Austin Hooper? I cut him in our dynasty league. What do you mean um, worried about no. Austin Hooper? Worried about Austin Hooper cutting into Michael Mayer's target share? Not really. If he might Austin Hooper's cutting but... into Michael Mayer's target share. Michael Mayer's cutting into Michael Mayer's target. Yeah. Well, wait a second, though. I mean, this happens all the time where we're like, oh, we love this really talented rookie, but this inconvenient veteran is to getting all the pass routes. Like, that that, that could happen. And can, I will say, uh, I think it was yesterday it, in practice. It was recently yes. in practice. Max Crosby tossed around Michael Mayer like a sack he of did. potatoes. <laughs> that happened. McDaniels kind of defended him. He was like, it's the first day. Like, Yeah, yeah, he was fine with it. He was like, that's that going to happen. was that Max Crosby. Wrong. That is kind also, of... Also, yes. Like, that's going to happen to almost any tight end. Like, <laughs> Crosby's yeah. good. Especially a rookie tight end. But Hooper just got uh, beat out by, by Chig Conquo, really. So, he did. American. Who was... Was Chig undrafted? No. Or was he day three? I think it was day three. I think it was like fifth round, maybe. I was say fourth yeah, or fifth round. Who's that freaky tight end the Titans drafted this year, by the way? What's that guy's name? Uh, like Chris Wiley or something? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Wiley. Oh, yeah, but Wiley. Is he more of a blocker? I think he's a freak athlete. Hmm. I don't know why we're talking about it. We're out of things to talk about. I, so, I believe we are. You guys ever heard of this Titan? <laughs> <laughs> Name's Josh. You guys know this Titan? You guys, listen, about you know, CJ's you know, job. You guys following this? Oh, back to CJ's job. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, we're, we're done. We're I done with CJ's job. 
Juwan Johnson's the only tight end we have in the queue. I mean, what's plan B if Juwan Johnson goes? We Trey McBride. Arby's. Yeah, Arby's would be good. Um, I mean, all these guys are the same. There's like no difference. You can't convince me that like Hayden Hurst is a better pick than Tyler Conklin or worse. Don't uh, care. Hunter Henry. <laughs> actually never take Hurst. <laughs> Hunter Henry. All right. I'll, I'll, Hunter I'll, Henry's a good pick. I actually agree with Hunter Henry too because it just didn't make sense. I've been going on this rant lately, but it, why was he not the Patriots guy in the red zone last year? It just made no – nothing the Patriots did with their pass catching no. made any sense last year. Like why would you not feature – if you're going to pay Hunter Henry all this money, the one thing you need to do is feature him in the red zone. And it seems like Bill O'Brien is going to do that. Man. I mean, Henry tied for a team high in red zone targets, so – they just didn't go to the red zone. I guess that's, that's the thing. You have to go to the red zone to be a notable red zone target. Um, man, we're all just really waiting for this draft to end, I think. <laughs> Personally, I am. We're I am. about to get Juwan Johnson. It's going to be absolutely devastating when he goes. Although, <laughs> Mastakilla805 already had three tight ends. He just took Khalil Shakur. Uh oh, no. Oh, this guy only has one tight end. Clash only has one. He's taking Juwan. Oh, he took Trey Trey McBride. McBride. Let's take Juwan. I, I never I'm really taking, take him, but I never take Juwan. I'm glad we're doing this. This else. player was yeah. already selected. Oh, no. Okay. That's weird. Weird air from Mr. Underdog. For one of our, I'd like to nominate Luke Musgrave for one of our final tight end slots. I'm Hunter Henry sure. above him, but we have to take. Three. Yeah, sure. Musgrave supposedly Musgrave. running only with the ones in training camp. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. splitting him out wide some, but not in that like he's gimmicky. What about out Ferguson? Wide. I, wouldn't you rather have Ferguson though? I just threw Kate out in there. By the way, why would you do that? <laughs> why would I not do that? He's probably gonna like lead them in targets or something. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just took Kate Otten in a, in a high stakes league, and I didn't feel good about it. But Baker Mayfield tight ends were gone. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's entire life has been building towards targeting K. Otten over Chris yeah, and Mike Evans. Right. Uh, Baker Mayfield <laughs> might not be the week one starter is the way this is trending. Yeah, he is getting wrecked in camp with interceptions. He's, inter- He's getting- throwing tons of interceptions, and the coaches are getting a little nervous. How is he, how is he this bad? It's his bad. arm died after his shoulder injury. Yeah. Even though it was his non-throwing shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> So I just killed his arm, though. I do. I do hope that someone on the Bucks uh, staff his left is arm like, just really hurts. I mean, it's like ba- Baker, please stop pretending you're fast because you're just not fast. Man. He's not fast. Yeah, Russell Wilson was at one time fast. Baker Mayfield was not. I mean, he runs like whose dad do you think is going to be uh, putting up? Cl- Mike Evans' dad, Chris Godwin's dad. <laughs> oh God, who's sending the first post? Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe Mike Evans. Dead. Mike Evans has a thousand yard legacy to take care of. Draft <laughs> Hunter Henry here. Mike Evans has a thousand yard legacy. His dad is not going to be happy when he's at six hundred through twelve weeks. You know, Mike Evans Mike is reportedly like tearing up camp, like just yeah. like embarrassing the Bucks corners and and the the guys. I was listening to the Pewter Report guys that are like normally like Evans is pretty chill at training camp, but he just like really seems motivated. But because it's because he knows how bad the team is. <laughs> And he, he can't lose he, that streak. His no. his quotes are, are were, were pretty acerbic. Like I I was like, wow, he's this guy's fired up. You know, he's like, oh, no one believes in me, and I'm I've done a thousand yards, forty five straight seasons. I went out <laughs> on this, and and uh, it actually and so, started as a, a New Deal era program to get Mike Evans <laughs> one thousand yards per season, and it's just still right. going. Congress so keeps, I, one of the FDR's uh, biggest achievements. He, he keeps so. renewing. <laughs> Congress keeps renewing the funding in the farm bill. Let's not get let's not get political, but but I I. I I will say 
that the the Bucks organization now revolves around keeping that one thousand yard streak going. You actually are one thousand percent right. That, Man, that's they the need to trade point. him. Why did they not trade him? I don't get it at all. They need to have a baseball mentality. Mike Evans does nothing for this team. No, uh, they, they need to trade him. He's still got something left in the tank. It's like the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Like they yeah. should get him on a team where he can actually like help, as opposed to like winning an extra game or two that he. I mean. You can probably you trade Mike Evans for a second rounder, I think, to like a team that was really committed this year. He should be on the Bills. Oh my God, he should be on the Bills. I just realized that would be very fun. But uh, okay, but getting back to the thousand yard thing, like if he's like like falling behind in the second half of the season, he is going to be seeing eighteen targets a game to, you get, are right. to try to get and, him up to that. Each one will be absolutely atrocious. <laughs> And yeah, it'll yeah, all be bad. Average five catches for 61 yards, and he's going to have 987 <laughs> yards, and he will then sue Baker Mayfield. Because <laughs> he should. Yeah, we might need to, to post Kyle Trask as well for that one. Yeah, man. I think and, uh, Kyle Trask, I'm sorry, it doesn't matter. Even if even if Baker Mayfield like does not have arms, Kyle Trask will not be winning a quarterback competition with anyone. Where's Carson Wentz? Is Carson Wentz going to come riding in and get that? He might. He actually might. I'm telling you, I'm I'm now obsessed with the idea that Matt Ryan is going to make starts for the Falcons this year. That is happening. I I don't think Matt Ryan wants to play. Did you see him out there last year? Oh, yeah. I I forgot he's actually working for our competitor now, too. (laughs) I forgot he has a job. He's working for CBS. Um, He didn't retire, though. He did not retire. And yet, and yet, well, he, he couldn't. He couldn't uh, like his contract. If he retired, he had like give some money back or something. Oh, that's yeah. right. What are you saying, Denny? You you refuse to buy into the Brady theory for the Raiders. Yet you you're in on Ryan for the Falcons. because the it's just like be the most Falcons thing ever. Uh, because Matt Ryan, we we kind of messed that up. Oh God, we're up we, here. What do we want to do? It. Oh, we have Michael Mayer still here, and we were all Michael Mayer is great. All right. Yeah. And then, you know, the guy who just got driven into the surface of the earth by Max Crosby. <laughs> shifted the earth's crust. I know. Yeah. We're yeah. now like the magnetic field is shifted five degrees <laughs> south. It is shifting, I think, mostly. Start, it is shifting, block. actually. It's starting a new ice age um, now after what Max Crosby did to Michael Mayer. <laughs> um, changed the Atlantic current. It's a real shame. Dramatic, but. <laughs> it is shifting. I read that recently. And I also read the Atlantic current might be dying, which would freeze Europe. But anyways, our team. <laughs> three QBs, five running backs, seven receivers. Man, so Korean, how often do you see three QBs, three tight ends ever? It's not a particularly common structure if you look at like previous years, but this year it's more people are, are willing to do it because you can get these the tight ends you can get really late are, are appealing. And, um, you know, the quarterbacks, like we got, I think, you know, three pretty solid quarterbacks as well. So the, the ADP environment is making it more, more palatable, I think. Yeah. We spent just nothing on these guys. Like the thing is like our roster spots and how we build that matters for like getting players in the flex and stuff, but also the spend on quarterback and the spend on tight end matters. And we like both of our spots and we literally spent one pick that wasn't in the last five picks on them with Tua. Like, our, our draft capital allocated was nothing, and they're fine with me. They're good. We also were very good at running back. Like, I don't think we need another running back. Um, and we were also very good at wide receiver. So. We're very, very good at receiver. So, yeah. Take I people back through it. it off. We have Tua, Derek Carr, Brock Purdy at quarterback. Running back, we have Josh Jacobs, who 
needs to sign his contract. Rashad White, A.J. Dillon, Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson's been generating some camp hype lately. Jalen Warren, receiver Tyreek, Chris Olave, D.J. Moore, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett, Alec Pierce, MVS, tight end, the ending trio of Juwan Johnson, Hunter Henry, and Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer, Pat, number, number 35 overall pick of the draft. You kind of like that in the final round. What is it, Pat? Honest opinion. Is this team more fun with Rashad Penny? Um. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, who do we take? Dylan? Oh, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was, it that was. was I'm glad joke. we can see that now. That was a choke job. <laughs> that was a major choke job. AJ Dylan has zero upside. Nothing. We're talking nothing. zero. Like absolutely yeah. zero upside. That was a choke job. I admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I actually love Rash- I spent years defending Rashad Penny. I know. Um, and now you're out. I am out. I'm out. Now, now, now that he's going to blow up, you're out. Yeah, this is the year, man. Oh, when he stunningly cut on August 28th. Oh, then, stop well, with the cut. <laughs> he's not going to get cut. <laughs> Rotopat, buy your Bitcoin now. The reason <laughs> yeah. it's gone down is because it's about to go up. Get in. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's not getting cut, though. Um, any final thoughts on this team? I Crane, this is not. This team's not winning two mil. I'll say that. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> the, the team that I did win two mil with wasn't that great. You know, it kind of snuck in and then it blew up in the final week. And that's why I think you want you want stacks. You want like a couple things to go right. And all of a sudden you're vaulting to the top. of Yeah, a you did just get tournament. lucky, I guess. Didn't you? Huh? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, think I, built, I think I built to take advantage of the luck. That's, that's the way I would put it. Literally, it's, no one did that more than you. And that your, is, your, yeah. your team, your team sucked, honestly. Yeah, it, was, it, was a, it, was it was an embarrassment. Except, I mean, it was sad. Without knowing enough. the matchups, like if this team was going to win two mil, it would, Rashad White would have to be going nuts late in the season. I think Brian Robinson would have to be going nuts late in the season. Jalen Warren would have to have a, an, an every like he'd have to be the third down back. We're going to be needing we need Alec Pierce to have a big role. Um, uh, Aaron doing? Jones, Aaron Jones would have to be abducted by aliens. <laughs> I disagree yeah. with this running back conjecture. I mean, we drafted Josh Jacobs where we did because he led the league in scrimmage last year. He had like what the two hundred yard game or whatever. You slot one of those in, and you you need one conditional. On you need one, one. Of our running back. No, that's what I'm saying though. We need we need either like Rashad or Rashad White or Brian Robinson to be running pretty. Yeah, high. either or any of the above plus Josh Jacobs is is really good. Yeah, Tyree Kills putting up massive weeks. Josh Jacobs does it again. We get contributions from some other people. Quarterbacks contribute for spike weeks rotationally, and we get hot in the last three weeks. That's what we need. We need all three of our tight ends to average three catches for 30 yards and a touchdown and just pray every week at least one of them gets that touchdown. That's right. Um, that's what we need. Uh, any final thoughts? Not from me. Crane, we've been biting you on this exact podcast for like one month straight on the show. As you noted, without ever sending you a text <laughs> – <laughs> no, at no point was I ever told that I would be on the podcast. So I first heard that I would be on an upcoming podcast. Like, like Kyle had mentioned, like, maybe we'll get you on in the summer. But then in like, like in a couple of weeks, we'll be joining us on a Thursday show. I was like, oh, that's good to know. And then, and then I didn't really hear anything. A couple of weeks passed. And then I heard Corrine will be joining us this Thursday. And that was Monday. And I hadn't heard anything. We knew you could make it. 
Um, we knew you weren't. Uh, yeah, here I, I am. So, yeah, I guess jokes yeah. on me because it worked. You, it worked easily. It wasn't <laughs> even hard. It just worked easily. We didn't even start at the normal time. We had to start late, and it still worked easily. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. Right. Who's the joke? Wait, wait. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. Hold on. Uh, I, guys, everyone to the podcast listeners, Karain's covering my news shift on Friday. I'll tell him about it later. <laughs> it doesn't work because I'm here. It would work if you did it one day. Karain has not been rehired by NBC, but he's really churning out some great stuff at Legendary Upside. Pat, yeah. tell, tell the folks what you got going on right now. Yeah, I just had an article out today on uh, like best ball strategy. Some of the stuff is kind of like more in the weeds. Strategy pieces on if you're trying to do um, you know, these best ball tournaments kind of thinking through some of the tactics you can use to make better teams and build a bet out a better portfolio, but also just a lot of like player analysis. I had a whole series on the running backs, looking at NFL next gen success rate metric and some other advanced metrics to get a sense of, uh, you know, just kind of the running back pool and which guys I think are, are pretty good picks and which guys I'm, I'm avoiding. Um, sharing like what I'm doing in drafts as well. in those articles I'm working on a, an article like that for the tight ends, um, right now as well. So yeah, you can check all of that out at legendaryupside.com. If you sign up for a yearly subscription, I have uh, $50 underdog credits that I have a limited amount of, but I still do have some left. So if you sign up and go to uh, the front page, there's a, a page there. It's called like $50 underdog credit. You go there, you fill out a form, give me your username and uh, you can get one of those while supplies last. Uh, and I'll mention, I've got a free podcast and YouTube channel, which you guys were all on uh, yesterday. So for two days ago. So yeah, people have really enjoyed that one. We were talking through some of the training camp uh, narratives. Yeah, so check out right. yeah. check out that shows how to how to parse training camp conjecture, which Kyle, Denny, and I all have a lot of experience with. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, there were laughs were had. Laughs were had. Yeah, we, uh, we I, uh, I lost it at one point. Completely. May have <laughs> talked about Jim Irsay wrecking a bathroom or two. <laughs> that did come up. <laughs> Denny, you started it. You can't back out. <laughs> yeah, you're the one. Denny with the line of the century. Of, <laughs> just think how weird Jim Mercy's trailer smells. Yeah. There's no way it smells normal. That's all we know. Stop. So, uh, <laughs> for Patrick Corain, for Denny Carter, for Kyle Tavorchik, I'm Patrick Darty. Thank you so much for listening, Pat. We'll, we'll talk to you again this year, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah, just let me know on the pod, and I'll be back on the pod. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back on Monday to preview oh, what uh, the AFC East. AFC East. Uh, the there we AFC go. East. It's going to be a great show. So thank you for listening. We will be back later. <laughs>